conversations have to be clean about the business and you don't start bringing up past stuff. I remember when you did this and you did that. And remember when you screwed up on that, that can't come into play here. It has to be completely focused on the business and not on the emotional relationship you've had all these years. Hello, this is Dr. Rowe and you are listening to The Cicado Show with Dr. Rowe and Harms. Cicado means to seek turning points. And on this show where two completely different generations tackle the most challenging topics that people are facing today, the mission is to provide you with what you need in order to create a turning point in your life now. Above all else, the main reason that we chose to create these shows is because we both have a passion for helping people go through life transformation, for improving their lives, for taking their lives to a completely different level. And it's our hope, our genuine sincere hope, that by the end of each of these episodes, you will have gained at least one insight which you can take away and apply directly into your life. Practical tools, voices that come from both generations, younger generation with tips and tools, older generation with a sense of wisdom and experience. So you can help unlock your true potential to give you the opportunity to make changes both on a personal, professional, financial and relationship level. To give you a chance to impact both your life and the lives of other people around you. So we welcome you. We welcome you to The Cicado Show. Before we jump into the show, let me just tell you a little bit about becoming a Cicado supporter now. If you love what we do on the show, have gained transformational insights and positive outcomes or any small shifts which have allowed you to create turning points in your life, then please head to cicado.com and become a supporter of the show now. By supporting the show, we can continue to expand by getting you better quality production, spending more time deep diving important topics and creating more exclusive supporter perks as well as getting great guests on. And by the way, as a thank you for becoming a supporter and depending on which supporter tier you select at cicado.com, these perks range from my weekly recipe for success emails through to audios and video courses from my 23 steps to success, which includes online modules on how to find your life balance, gaining confidence, improving your time management, making successful career transitions, understanding financial independence, creating a life purpose, understanding and how to manage your money, becoming a money master, understanding negotiation techniques, learning to communicate more effectively and so much more. So don't delay. It takes less than two minutes and you can become a Cicado supporter, helping to expand the show and get special perks as a thank you. Become a supporter now at Cicado.com. Let's get back to the show. Hello, it's Harms here and welcome to another episode of the Cicado show. Today we are doing another Cicado short and we're excited for it because the question we are covering is we're a couple. So let's just put this into context. We're a couple. That's not us. <laughs> not me and Ro, but we're a couple at home. We're excited about the future. We're getting aspirational and we want to build a business together. Rowan Harms, do you have any tips around this? Because let's face it, you spent the last 12 months locked in together and either two things are going to happen. One, you're going to end up in some heated discussions or two, you're going to come out of the last 12 months very aspirational, excited, better connected and excited about the future. And in that excitement, one of the outcomes you would like is to start a business together. You're inspired. 
You just can't wait. So that's the question we're covering. We want to give you tips to start a business as a couple. So, Hayro, over to you. How should we tackle this on the short today? Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Ro. And again, thank you for joining us on the Cicado Show. And I think Harminder's picking on a really great subject, actually. And a couple could be any couple. So this could be a couple that have been together for a long time, maybe just embarking on a new relationship, but they realize it's serious. Uh, doesn't matter what the dynamic of the relationship is. We're talking about two people in an intimate relationship and they're coming into this whole new mm. experience of saying let's try this together now even the concept of trying something i think we need to just address that first so if this is a serious business idea or something you want to start that's great if it's something you're dabbling with then i think there's probably deeper questions to talk about there i.e the nature of the business and what they want to do so are we working on the on the premise that they actually serious. They want to get going. So it could be a retail business, could be a shop business, could be an online business, could be a property business, something that they are serious about doing. Is that what we're tackling here as a conversation? Let's or tackle, are we talking about, we're thinking about starting a business, what should we be thinking about from the business perspective? What? Let's start with, they've got the business in mind. Right. They're serious. They want some tips to help them as a couple go through this serious business creation journey together and right. for them to come out the other end as a success. So we're not interested in the business as such. We're interested in the couple's dynamic as they build the business. Got it. Okay. So we've got to thread the needle on that one. This is going to be interesting. So four things, Harms, I think we should tackle. And it is a subject which genuinely, uh, if if you get this wrong, a couple can find themselves in a situation in a few years time where the the business and all of the stuff relating to the business comes mm. into the household. I remember sitting with you a few years ago, you and your lovely wife Gina, and having that conversation because it was starting to creep in, wasn't it? Mm. There was the, mm. you were so excited about all these different things you were doing, and for a lot of people, it can sort of come into everything they do. So I think we should bring that into the conversation today. Okay. So number one is what's the common vision that you both have as a couple? So what what do you see for yourselves with this business? How do you want it to be in the future? Is this a business you're going to be on every single day? Are you going to be part-time in the business? Do you see both having the same role? Are you equals in the business? Do you have the same skills, different skills? How does it look? Write it out, create a vision board, map it out on paper. I still remember having this conversation with you because you created that financial security. And in creating that time, you then filled that time with starting other businesses, exactly. of which a couple, I think, were with Gina and a couple you sort of doing elsewhere as well. And I think the same conversation took place there. What was going, this is an interesting one, actually, what was going on in your mind? Because your vision may have been at that time slightly different to Gina's. And we that one conversation sort of brought it back into alignment a little bit, didn't it? What, what happened there? Yeah, I think it was, the, I think one thing is we could work in business together. Yeah. So that was a, a big thing we discovered having created our first business, which was around real estate and property investing. What then we discovered is we had achieved that outcome that we wanted, i.e. we had a common vision associated right. with creating a property business. And that vision was? Create a, a, a portfolio which generated an income to tick the financial security okay. box. That which was, led to both Gina leaving and then ultimately you leaving work as well. Correct. So yeah. that vision was fulfilled. And this is a great example, actually, for the listeners. It was extremely focused along the way. There was nothing I saw that really distracted you from that. Exactly. And another word for focused is we had that common vision yeah. as that, that title we're starting. Okay, so that was your north. Now, once we had achieved that common vision, okay, goal met, business systemized, we started to, I say we, I started to introduce <laughs> lots new, more creative ideas, excited. We visions. can do this, visions. <laughs> we can make more money. We can follow our passions and pursue this. But we had not redefined our common 
vision associated with how running a business running together, a business together yeah, okay. against a new target yeah against a new business a new venture a new pathway bearing in mind yeah. we had come now three four five years into our business journey already tick the box but we had not discussed what the next box was going to be what's yeah. the next goal next vision so and i think uh, yeah. on that note then so a good question for people to consider is what they, they say well, what is a vision a vision really needs to be what is this business leading to and your mm. c- first example there was the real estate business which led to an outcome which you achieved and the vision was having more time together and stepping back from the careers to be able to pursue other things yes if you're in a situation where you're building a business with your partner, it might be that the vision is that you want to have a global business that produces provi- provides products in 20 different countries, or you want to have the number one best-selling whatever it is in its field. It could be best in class. Mm. It could equally be a business that you see yourself, the vision is that you're going to get it to a certain level, sell it, cash in, and then the two of you can go traveling for the rest of your lives with your kids. So it has to be that type of vision. It's not like a vision in terms of, oh, we're going to get to £10,000 a month. No, that's more of a function element of the business we're talking about the overall outcome so that you're heading towards that north star yeah what we're not talking about here Ro, is targets within the business exactly we're not talking about targets within the business that will be developed later once you nail these tips here we're talking about the north star we're talking about what's the what what you know what would you like to do in five years time as an outcome of this vision you know what problem are you solving are you both bought into that problem does one love that challenge or solving that problem more than the other uh, you know, and and I think at this point you're also testing each other's commitment level. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're focused on the big vision, and I'm your partner, and I'm like, so um, this month we need to do uh, twelve thousand sales, and we need to convert this much, and I want to get out and get this, and you're like, yeah, so honey, um, we've gone a bit off track to where we're getting to, yes. we're going backwards and forwards, and I'm just head down because I'm not looking at that vision anymore. So that's a really important part. I think if, and you might be thinking, well, is this necessary? Can't we just like get to the functionality of the business? That doesn't work because that's when you go down the wrong rabbit hole. Yes. Okay. So that's the common vision. That'd be number one. Number one. So let's assume now the couple have established a common vision. They're in line. They both have an agreement on what the outcome of that business is, business is going to be in the future. What is the second step or what's the next approach? What's our next tip for a couple yeah. having nailed this? Strengths, 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 strengths. So it, before you embark in roles, because everybody naturally goes, oh, you do this and I'll do this mm. or vice versa. What are your strengths? Sit down, having got a vision statement written out, then you go, okay, what are my strengths? And that's really looking at your old CV, what you've done in your career, but equally outside that, what soft skills you have. Because a lot of people think of it as just a corporate mindset, yeah. but actually yeah. everybody's got different skills. So I think map them out see what what strengths you've got that are common and then which one of you's got the, the the greater of those strengths but also where you feel you gravitate to so for example you know i'm maybe in our business i'm very good at communicating outwardly and although i can do detail and i can do you see me with spreadsheets i kind of get a bit finicky after a while i get frustrated mm-hmm. i couldn't spend a lot of time there whereas somebody else might be like for example louise who works with us on our accounts who you know she can just sit down and she spend a whole day there I'd, I'd be pulling my hair up by then strength 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 really important without any egos or emotions, pure logical review of strengths. So I would say why this is important to identify your strengths is what I personally found is two things could be happening. One is, these are, not, these, these are sound obvious until you get into them. One is you're both going to be doing the same thing. You, you're going to find you're overlapping. Correct. And what happens when you overlap is those heated discussions start yeah. to escalate oh you're not doing it because it's this a right way. or wrong conversation it's a right or wrong yeah. you should we should be doing it this way no we should be doing it this way yeah and often the person who's more dominant or somebody who's got the stronger ego 
will win that conversation. Yeah. But at a point, the other partner is just going to get fed up. Yeah. Well, and we'll come to that as well because, of course, now relationship elements start to creep in. Relationship elements start to creep in. So I think keep. So that's one reason for doing it. So and, and I think acceptance of those strengths. Mm. So this is the whole. It's a third. It's almost like you remove yourself, you list it out, yeah. and then you put your case forward. And, and look for wh- which areas of the business you will naturally gravitate to because of those strengths uh, rather than going to those areas because you think, oh, sh- shit, maybe I should do it because yes. no one else can do it right now, which is a classic mistake people make, or because I'm the only one that really can do this because you've only got one way of doing it. So what we're saying is almost treat this like a job interview at the start. That's right. You know, you are pitching yourself. You are saying, these are my strengths. This is why I should have this role. Exactly. So so pitch for the job you want. That's a good point, actually, Harms. I mean, one, one just spinning, uh, pivoting on what Harms just said there, if you sat there and said, right, these are the four areas of the business that we need to have operational, uh, we've got our vision, what strengths will be need to fulfill these four areas mm. and then you cast you list out those strengths and then you match your own strengths across those areas as well and you go well actually i could work i could head up that division and honey you could do, or vice versa we yeah but then there's two areas where there's gaps and this is the danger is everybody tries to jump in on everything next very true so actually interestingly wrote you work with many 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 couple dynamics throughout the years of of you know teaching yeah. speaking publicly on relationships if a couple sitting here thinking Oh, actually, no, we both got the same strength. We're both the same people. Mm. Actually, that's quite unusual. Yeah. What is the common or typical dynamic in a relationship? And I'm thinking almost a kite and the person holding the yeah, kite yeah, analogy yeah, here. Yeah. What what have you observed? Just to give some couple some reassurance that when you dig deep enough, you'll find that you know, you do have separate strengths. Under pressure is the best way to test that. Ah. So, you know, if we were in a situation where we had to make a decision quickly, how would we react to that situation? And you try and force that scenario on yourselves. That's when the true strengths come out. You know, somebody who's more driven, more visionary, for example. You know, this this may be this this be interesting to see actually. The first step on vision, whether that one of you finds it easier than the other one. Mm. So if a driver that wants to get stuff done is out there and they go, well, we need to do this, this, and this. The other one goes, okay, let me, okay, let, let me sit, sit think about this. Let me map this out first before I decide on that. That will be more of an analytical type, and that's where the strength. And you talk about the kite. You know, the driver's the kite. The analytic is the person on the ground holding the kite. You got the string in between, which is the tension, and you're trying to balance that between the two of you. Yeah. But if you're both very similar, actually, that's a risk to the business because if one of you does it slightly differently to the other one, and as you said, if there's a clash there, that's where an argument will ensue. Most couples are different, and they have that dynamic, and they will complement each other when it comes to the strengths because often they're doing this within their relationship dynamic anyway. But let's say their strengths are overlapping. How do they divvy up these strengths? Well, you you have to go with where the greatest passion is. So you and I might have the same strengths, but it might be that you say, well, I really would like to be the front of the business here meeting the clients. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm drawn to, even though I can, and I know, honey, you can do the same thing. And I go, yeah, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, and you might feel more comfortable there, but we have to then give ourselves a probationary period mm-hmm. as a couple mm-hmm. from a business perspective. Right. Let's give it a three month trial. I'll take this role and you take that role and let's check back in after three months and see how it's working. So you, we are almost interviewing and giving ourselves a probationary period. Fantastic. Interestingly, the way we're having this conversation is a very rational business-based right. conversation. <laughs> ah, that's number three. So if a couple's think, listening to this thinking, oh my goodness, this sounds very business-oriented, all of a sudden this is, is a serious. <laughs> Can you lead us on to number three, which is where I'm, where I'm almost directing us with us? 
So I think this is a good point, Arms. We're, we are approaching it like that, and that's because you and I, but that's not to say we haven't had heated discussions, you and I, over things in the past, not negatively, but just emotionally about something. Mm. You've got to remove the emotion. And that's the challenge with a couple. Two independent people can bring emotion to the table, but they haven't had an intimate relationship. So they can kind of, there are there's a natural boundary there. But when you've woken up with that person, you've been sick with that person, you've traveled with that person, you've committed to that person, all of a sudden there's kind of this grayness in between where you know what's business and what's not so i think the first step in this is to literally remove any emotion from the decisions you make in other words when you sit down it's a business decision and if you feel emotion coming into it try and differentiate between the emotion attached to the business versus the emotional attached to that person Mm. that's a very important distinction for example you and gina how have you approached it for when you've had situations that might have potentially crossed over into one of you getting more emotional than, than the other Mm, good question, Ro. The way we attached it, and I think this will lead us onto the, one of the final stages, is we created boundaries early on. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just underline that and, and put a pin in that just for a moment. Yeah, we'll come back um, to that, actually. Because that's, that was at one of our key solutions. So I just want to put a pin in that for the listeners uh, till the end of the podcast. But I think one way that really worked and helped for us in the early days is we had a buddy, quote-unquote buddy, who would listen in on the conversations right. and be that objective voice. Yeah, so uh, an external viewpoint, a coach, a mentor, uh, a business partner. Exactly. Someone you bring in as an advisor. Or, uh, or... And that's that was the next stage. So, yeah. f- so first it started with a buddy. We saw the value in having somebody sit there, third party. Okay. Then it developed into a coach. Yeah. Then it developed into a business mentor. Uh, yeah. And now we still to date, when it comes to certain parts of our business, have a mentor coach associated yeah. Yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And the magic of that is they are removed emotionally. They haven't woken up with us. Yeah, yeah, they weren't yeah, in the yeah. kitchen with us yeah. the night before. You know, they didn't just come out watching a movie with us. Yeah. They are removed. So they were able to ask us the rational questions yeah. without any judgment. And I think taking the judgment out of it is yeah. a big one. Yeah, because this this is where, because you know that person so well, you can almost read their body language. And exactly. Have so I think there has to be this clean line in terms of emotion. You, Any business operates with emotion, but it also has to have an element of emotionlessness, if that makes sense. Mm. So especially when it comes to money and finances, yep. can't cross over that at all. So that would be the main third area is, is having a sensible, logical conversation. So what's our vision, which can be emotional, but that's a, mm. it's, it's about the actual business. Play to your strengths. Again, remove the emotion from it. No, no, but no, no, definitely no. It has to be a genuine, you've got to put a case forward as though you're pitching to your own business partner or to uh, somebody that's going to employ you. Exactly. And then the conversations have to be clean about the business and you don't start bringing up past stuff. I remember when you did this and you did that. And remember when you screwed up on that? That can't come into play here. It has to be completely focused on the business and not on the emotional relationship you've had all these years. Exactly. I I totally agree, Ro. What I would say is if if you're already a couple and you're getting excited by these tips and you're thinking, Okay, but what if things get heated in the future with the business and the relationship? I would say the next level beyond that would be systems. I'm not going to expand on it, but yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. trust that the systems will start to true, be introduced yeah. to take the emotion out of it and keep the business conversations conversational. Yeah. So we've got time to do number four, which I think is about, you know, we're talking about relationships, aren't we? Yeah. So one could argue, isn't it the same thing as number three? But no, not quite, because we're now talking about boundaries. Mm. So operationally on a day-to-day basis creating really three things one is time boundaries so what are the times during the course of the day when you're going to have 
business-related conversation. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, geographic or physical boundaries, i.e., are we going to always talk about the business in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the bedroom, when we're going down to the cafe, walking down the street, pushing the kids with a pram? And the answer should be no. So in other words, having a simple setup, like a boardroom environment, you go, right, at two o'clock till four o'clock, we're doing business only, and that's it. And then the third thing is just that emotional boundaries like not allowing it to creep in and cross over mm. in the intimate space that you have between each other when you maybe just at a moment where you're going to connect possibly make love or whatever but then you have this flash in your mind that came up just before that which was about the business you go oh honey you know i was just thinking about this because it just really grays it muddies the water Absolutely. So, so three things Tom's time boundaries physical boundaries and emotional intimacy boundaries as well and what i'd say from a personal level though is having built a business we had to introduce all of those yeah because whether or not you like it it's going to happen and one of you i want to say one of you oh, if, it will it, it was me in our relationship was talking about it everywhere yeah yeah and yeah. it's just out of enthusiasm yeah. but at, what what happens is you get to a point where that's all you talk about yeah and there's no who are we who are we are we a couple or are we a couple in a business or are we the business yeah and it, it's been the destroyer of a lot of relationships or it's been the metamorphosis of, yeah. of relations in the sense that I've met people after four or five years of being in business and actually they feel like they're just a business as a couple. Mm. They're not really a couple. You just see them as a business. And yes. It's really hard to explain it. And I'm not trying to be negative it's, if that's what they want, but I don't think that's what they wanted. Yeah. I, I, sometimes they refer to as power couples. Right. A uh, power couple would be, you know, they are a walking brand. They yes. were a walking yeah, business. Yeah, 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 right. And from the outside, it looks like they are just a walking business. You know, yeah. they walk, they, they've got a logo on their head and they're associated with that particular yeah. business. And unfortunately with the kids, yeah, I've seen effects on the children as well. Mm. And that's there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment here, but you have to decide. That goes back to the vision, doesn't it? Yes. It almost goes back to that. What do we want from this? How do we want it to affect us as a couple, as a relationship, as a family? And what's our ultimate outcome? And if the outcome is we want to have an incredible business that provides a great lifestyle and an amazing impact on the world, and we don't want that in any way to uh, break into this bubble that we have with our family where we want to have all these great values for our kids. We don't want the two to cross over. We want our kids to know what we do, but it's not who we are mm. as a couple. Absolutely. So we've covered four key tips to get you started intensely there. in 20 minutes in 20 minutes uh, you know number one was have a common vision number two was play to each other's strengths number th three was remove the emotion and number four is create some boundaries appreciate that a business relationship and a personal relationship are different now well I don't, by the way don't underestimate this set conversation i mean people have paid me quite a lot of money over the years and we're talking tens of thousands to just spend time with them over a year. I had one couple paid 20, 25K to be mentored for a year. And it was on business, but within a month, we spent probably six months on relationship. Mm. And it was because of exactly this. They'd had two experiences in the past. This is their third business they were starting. And they were like, we want you to help us with the business. And the more I got into it, I realized, actually, the business was a great idea. They just didn't know how to function as a couple together and find that balance so they could do the two together. Great. So that's why the businesses fail because the minute one of them had lost the passion or the heart or they felt it was actually the lady, felt it was eroding their relationship, she just pulled back from it and, and he lost his heart in it as well. Mm. So they just the businesses collapsed and they kept talking about the businesses failed and it was nothing to do with that. It was in the, it was in the business, it was in the idea, it was the fact. It was those four things we talked about in, in essence, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you shared that, Ro, because it does 
point. I know we've flown through these, but the seriousness oh of my the gosh, tips. We could have spent uh, yeah, hours on just one of these. Yeah. And, and for listeners of our podcast, you know me and Woken really deep dive <laughs> these things. Absolutely. So I want to listen, leave the listeners with some actions. Yeah. I know we had an action in mind, but there's one I wanted to share, which is more of a question. If a couple has gone through this exercise, they've worked through the four tips, is it okay for them to say, no, let's not start the business? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just chasing money then. Mm. And then that that's a values issue that's going to come in at some point. And if it goes wrong, one of you go, I told you we shouldn't have started this. My gut told me we shouldn't have done this. Yeah. And then it creates a crack. Better to park it, get everything else lined up. It might even be that it's still a great business, but you bring somebody else in as the partner. Yeah. And one of you steps back. That's okay as well. So Nothing wrong with that. So I guess use these four tips almost as a filter mechanism as well for your, yes, Fantastic. we're going to go for the business I mean, look, or no, we're not going to go for the business. One or two hours worth of time spent doing this. Fantastic. We have got, I'm just trying, you might be able to answer it, but within the Cicado supporters, there is a series about relationships. So we have a, we have a, we have a, a video series, a six part video series on relationships. And it's helping people get aligned with their core understanding of who they are as a couple. So I guess they could just go on and- Amazing. So for that, just head to cicado.com. Go ahead and become a supporter. There's different tiers. So when you go to the supporters page, you'll see the button, become a supporter, support the podcast and the show. You'll see different tiers. Look for the course, the video course, which is called Relationships, and then just subscribe to that particular tier. Right. We're talking five, 10 pound a month, and you get access to a whole bunch of extra video courses as well. But if you are interested in this, the time invested in doing the relationship course. Mm. Again, before you start any businesses, please, it's going to save you heartache, oh. money, time. Um, because and, saying and no the is value also okay. series as well, actually. So the mm. series there as well on value. So that would help them align with the... So it's three things really, aligning the relationship, aligning the values, and then doing that in alignment with the business as well. Amazing. So I just want to throw that question out there. And I guess what's the final step? for somebody to take now before well, we sign off? Go back to number one, the vision. Mm -hmm. You know, As they walk away from this, just lock out an evening, sit down and go, okay, honey, we've been talking about this for a long time. Let's just make sure that this is actually what we're both aligned with. Forget the money and all of that stuff. It's not about that. It's the, what's the long-term vision of this? Because once you work towards that, it will, without a doubt, impact every element of your life. It has to, because you're making choices that are changing the direction of your life. So amazing. vision. So get that big piece of paper out. Start with exercise number one. Each take turns, fill that piece of paper with yeah. the outcomes and the vision you want and start to get clearer on, is it common or is it not common? And either answer are totally okay. So thank you for joining us on today's Cicado Short. That's myself and Rose signing out. We'll see you on the next one. Hello, it's Dr. Rowe here. Harms and I would like to both personally thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Cicado Show. And if you've gained just one insight, something positive that you're able to use on a personal, on a professional level to help your life and maybe other people's lives, then please complete an important action for us which takes less than just two minutes. Please become a supporter of the podcast by going to cicado.com and as a thank you, you'll get access to exclusive supporter perks. And don't forget to simply subscribe to the show, share this product with loved ones, and we would love if you would take a moment to give us a review and let us know just how amazing this episode was. Thanks again for listening. This is Dr. Owen Harms signing out We'll see you on the next episode.